Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. As Israel continues to respond to Saturday's surprise attack by Hamas, it's important to note what is happening inside Gaza. Israel is pounding the strip from above with rockets and howitzers, but they've also pulled the plug on basic human services. No water, no electricity, no fuel. The International Committee of the Red Cross says hospitals risk turning into morgues if they lose power. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was in Israel on Thursday. He says there have been discussions about setting up a humanitarian corridor through Egypt. Remember, about two million Palestinians live in Gaza, including a million children. But Blinken admitted the situation is complicated. Hamas is deeply entrenched in Gaza. During a press conference with Blinken on Thursday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu compared Hamas to another notorious terror group, ISIS. President Biden was absolutely correct in calling this sheer evil. Hamas is ISIS, and just as ISIS was crushed, so too will Hamas be crushed. So today, we're going to take a closer look at the terror group that carried out this attack and why they chose this moment to do it. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Ryan. CNN senior international correspondent Sam Kiley has covered war and terror groups around the world for decades. He spoke to us on Wednesday from London. Sam, I come to you today because I really want to understand the group behind these horrific attacks, Hamas. So who are they? Well, Hamas was uh, formed in the late 1980s. Uh, It was originally in large part a member of the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a pan-Arab movement of political Islam, a nonviolent movement. And out of that grew, uh, by the early 1990s, a militant, militarized branch. And it broke away from the Muslim Brotherhood because there was a, a sense within Hamas that they needed to use violence to advance their ends, which certainly up until 2017 was the complete reoccupation of all of what they called historic Palestine, which is all of Israel. Effectively, they meant uh, doing away with the whole idea of the existence of the Israeli state. They've slightly softened that position in a very kind of nuanced way, but that fundamentally remains their long-term agenda. Like they don't see Israel as a legitimate state in any way? No, they don't. They see it as uh, an act of occupation. They are, in their view... Uh, anti the existence of the state of Israel. Hmm. And have they always been a terror group that is capable of acts as brutal as the the ones they committed over the weekend? Well, the military wing of Hamas has been committing these sorts of 
terrorist attacks, as in the use of acts of terror, really since its inception, uh, particularly under Mohammed Daif, who is their military leader at the moment. In the mid-1990s, he's um, believed to be behind a very serious and bloody wave of suicide bombings in 1996. It was another bloody Sunday in Jerusalem as a militant Muslim suicide bomber struck again aboard a commuter bus, plunging Israel into a national emergency. It was the same in the early stages of the Second Intifada, there were large numbers of Hamas-inspired or Hamas-directed suicide bombings that um, the group used to try to advance its agenda and attract attention. This new information coming in um, is extremely disturbing. The Prime Minister's office has released, and I'm quoting here, horrifying photos of babies murdered and burned by as they put it, the Hamas monsters. And lately, I think people have been very shocked by the style and scale of the brutality over the the weekend, mm. but not that Hamas kills people. The military wing of Hamas does, that's its purpose. But it was kind of a surprise that they had so many rockets and were able to bring in their people so far past Gaza. The number of rockets wasn't any kind of a surprise. What was a surprise was the their ability, as you rightly point out, to penetrate beyond what the Israelis thought was a kind of impenetrable wall of steel and a subterranean literal wall uh, intended to prevent infiltration through tunnels, which Gaza has been riddled with over many, many years, built mostly by Hamas, but just by ordinary smugglers and other uh, extremist groups and militant groups. Uh, and then what happened really was that over the last couple of years, and I've been speaking to uh, people in Gaza who are experts in Hamas and uh, been studying this for many years, and indeed they've just had a Hamas spokesman say as much in Lebanon, they gave the impression to the Israelis that Hamas was focused prim primarily on political growth, on dominating the Gaza Strip, the enclave there, and had seemed to have sort of not given up, but but was resting on the idea of a spectacular attack against Israel. Mm. Now, from the Hamas perspective, that inculcated a degree of complacency in the Israelis. Arguably, the Israelis focused their attention more on the West Bank, on advancing the plan uh, for annexation that is so frequently um, suggested by particularly Netanyahu, but other right, even people further to the right of Netanyahu on the West Bank. That absorbed a lot of resource of the military and arguably allowed Hamas to plan this very complex and very daring attack that simply overwhelmed uh, the Israeli uh, Israel Defense Forces in a way that, that the IDF simply never imagined would be possible. We're back with Sam Kiley after the break. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number Smart Beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Tug of War and my conversation with CNN Sam Kiley. Sam, Surely Hamas knew that an attack like this would bring about a huge response from Israel, as it has. I mean, they say they want to destroy Hamas once and for all. So I guess I'm wondering, in Hamas's view, what is the calculation for launching an attack like this when they know full well it might wipe them off the map? And speaking to experts, I think, and and I mean, I've been covering Hamas for 24 years, I think, and have met leadership on and off over the those years. I mean, there is an element, frankly, of nihilism in Hamas in in which they were prepared to kind of immolate themselves and the whole of Gaza in pursuit of a dream that would mean the end of the Jewish state. Um, but I think more clinically and more sensibly, what they saw and planned on over the last two years, at least, was allowing the Israelis to believe that they had sidelined and given up on on, on the dream of, of, of affecting the strategic thinking of Israel and then launching an attack that will definitely reshape the Middle East. Uh, the Middle East is going to be shaped by the consequences of this attack and what happens in the Gaza Strip now uh, for very many years. Now, in terms of the ground offensive that they know to have anticipated because they have experienced them in the past, they will have planned to have attacks, uh, perhaps technology uh, up their sleeves using tunnels, using booby traps, using uh, so far perhaps unimagined uh, weapons that they not uh, assume not to have, who knows. But they, you're absolutely right. There is no question that Hamas would expect to be attacked and in many ways an Israeli ground assault is phase two of the Hamas operation. The issue for the IDF is whether or not they can overwhelm Hamas and minimize the number of civilian casualties. Hamas has, I think, undermined its position and perhaps the wider Palestinian position in terms of a two-state solution by the scale of the atrocities that it's committed. It will be coming under pressure right now, for example, particularly from Qatari interlocutors, to resolve this hostage crisis as quickly as possible to try to recover, uh, if that's at all possible, and I hesitate to use the term, but to to clamber back out of the moral pit that they've got into. Uh, They're never going to be on the moral high ground after something like that, but they will be... Uh, have undermined a lot of sympathy for the Palestinian cause. Now, that sympathy will swing back the more and more Palestinians die in Gaza. And the Israelis, of course, are aware of that calculus too. Hmm. Sam, thank you. Thank you, David. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Anna Sterla, Paula Ortiz, Chris DeBow, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas. Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. We'll have another update tomorrow, and our teams over at CNN.com and the CNN app will keep you up to date hour by hour on this conflict. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. 
And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep Next Level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.